0: Hey, in today's lesson, I'm going to teach you how to never forget any English again. That's right. Are you ready? Well, then I'm teacher Tiffany. Let's jump right in. Here's step number one, step number one, find an image that represents the new word or expression. Finding an image will help you create a visual connection to the word or expression in your brain. This will make it easier for you to remember the word or expression when you are speaking English, this is something that will change your life. For example, let's say the new word you learned was delicious. We have delicious right here, and I'm going to show you how you can apply step number one. So I want you to think right now, what's something delicious, right? Think of an image. That could represent the word delicious. Now I'm going to say an apple because I really love apples. So I could go online and find a picture of an apple. Why? Because in my opinion, apples are absolutely delicious. So I have completed step number one, I found an image. That has the meaning of the word shown visually. Apples are delicious. Step number one, you see right there. Very simple. Step one, find an image. Now step number two, think about a personal experience. You see, thinking about a personal experience related to the word or expression will help you create an even stronger mental trigger in your brain. In other words, the word or expression will stay in your memory longer because there are so many things you can connect it to. So once again, step number two is think about a personal experience. Now, remember our example is the word delicious in step number one. I said, Hey, I'll find a picture of an apple because apples are delicious to me. But now for step number two, we have to think about a personal experience that represents this word delicious. Now for me again, step number two, being a personal experience. The very first thing that pops into my mind is Thanksgiving dinner. Listen, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. So when I think about Thanksgiving, I think about all the delicious food. My mom makes every single year. So in my mind for step two, I'm creating this image of the experience that represents the word delicious. Now I'm going to just show you just a little bit of real quick drawing because My mouth is already watering. When I think about all of the food that my mom makes for Thanksgiving dinner, it's absolutely delicious. You see, I am thinking about my personal experience because step number two is connect a personal experience. Think about an experience that connects to the word or expression you are learning. Step number two, now step number three is important. Step number three, write down the five W's you see writing down the five W's who, what, when, where, and why related to the word or expression will also help you remember it. This will also help you remember how you first learned about the word or expression. So let me explain. Right now we are talking about ways to never ever forget the words or English expressions that you learn right now we're on step three and step three again is write the five W's. So if we go back to our example and we're going to write step number three. So step number three being about the five W's who, what, when, where, and why. Now who taught you this word? That would be me. So I'm going to write my name, Tiffany. Now the second W who, what, what did you learn about this word or what did you connect to this word or what was used to describe this word? So you can choose what, what were you doing? Well, I was actually watching a YouTube lesson. You see what's happening, right? Watching a lesson, right? Watching a lesson on YouTube. Again, we're just putting into practice these steps. Now who, what, when, well, it's Sunday, hopefully it's Sunday where you are as well, but it might be another day for you. If you're watching this lesson later, who, what, when, where YouTube, who, what, when, where, why trying to learn. English, so you see what's happening, right? We're using step three to document when, how, where we were the situation surrounding the time period, when we learned this word, the word being delicious makes sense, right? We're creating all of these connections in your brain. When you are learning a new word, let's see if you can see this when you're learning a new word or expression. You need to create connections in your brain to help your brain. Remember the word or expression. This will help you use it later on. Yes. If you're watching this lesson, he has a big head, but it's okay. (laughs) All right. So step three. Five W's again, who, what, when, where, why talking about the situation, describing the situation when you learned the word or expression. Now, step number four, create unique sentences, using it, creating three sentences that use the word or expression will help you organize your thoughts. This will also create another connection point in your brain for the new word or expression. You see, we're putting it into practice immediately. So again, for our example, we have the word delicious. So if we are going to for step number four, create three unique sentences using the word delicious. For example, I can say my mom made some delicious food for Thanksgiving. So I'll write the first example sentence. All right. So again, I could say my mom, oh man, that food was good. Made some delicious food, made some delicious food. Again, you see that we're applying it to our lives, right? Some delicious food. For Thanksgiving, this is step number four, helping you never forget what you learn. So you're going to make three sentences. I did one, but let's imagine that I wrote three sentences. All right. For step number four. Now we're practicing. We're utilizing these steps to help you never forget what you learn. Now, step number five, very interesting. You now need to teach someone what you know. You see teaching someone else, the English, you know, will actually help you remember it even more. This is because you have to organize the information in your head before you teach someone something before you go to teach someone anything, you must make sure it's organized in your mind. So right here, we already have our ideas organized. So step number five is what I'm actually already doing. Step number five again is teach someone. So what you're going to do, you're going to find a friend, you're going to find a partner and you're going to teach that individual what you learned. Maybe you learned a different expression or word. Maybe you learned a different idea. Anything you learn, you're going to teach that to this individual. Step number five, teach what you learn, and you'll never ever forget that word or expression. If you use each and every one of these steps, find, think, write, create, and teach these steps will help you never forget any word or any expression. I really hope you enjoyed today's lesson. Remember, if you want to keep studying with me, all you have to do is hit the link right in the description, go to englishfluencyplan.com. I'll put it right on the screen and you can join me and thousands of students around the world to help you learn. I put an effort to help you learn each and every day and I want you to join these students learning English and enjoying the process. Hope you enjoy the lesson and I will talk to you in the next one. You still there? (laughs) You know what time it is. It's story time. Hey, I said it's story time. (laughs) All right. So today's story always brings a smile to my face. So growing up, I really had a good childhood. I had a great time. I loved school. I had a lot of friends. Home was good. Parents were wonderful but there are some things about my elementary school and middle school life that I will never forget. So when I was in the sixth grade, we had a big class about, I think there were about 26 of us, 27 of us. We were a large class, but something that was very unique about us was the fact that we all hung together. We really enjoyed each other. We really, excuse me, something was on my lip. We really liked hanging out with each other, right? We would always play at recess together. We always spent time in class together and we always used to get in trouble together as well. (laughs) So one day we were in class and we were smart. So we would finish our work early, which means that we would also start talking a lot. And our teacher, Miss Howard, if you're watching this, Miss Howard, you know how much I love you. Miss Howard, so she would always say, do your work and then sit quietly. We did our work. We followed the first one, the first instruction. But that second instruction, we tried, but we loved to talk. So we'd finish our work. And I'm, I'm guilty too. I am very guilty too. And then we'd start talking. Hey, 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 you finished, you finished. And we'd just start chattering. One day, our teacher got upset. Ms. Howard said, sixth grade, put your pencils down. And we said, uh-oh, she's mad, she's mad. Like, <laughs> we weren't laughing, but it was, because we weren't bad, whenever she would get mad at us or scream, she really loved us. We would kind of say, uh-oh, here it comes. And back in the day, years ago, this is about 34 years ago, thirty-ish, 30-ish years ago, the main punishment we would get was to write lines. Basically, she'd write something on the board, and we would have to write that sentence over and over again. So typically, we'd have to write it 100 times. But she was an English teacher. So she would write a sentence, put a semicolon, and keep writing. The one sentence would be about this long, five lines. So we'd say, okay. So she, this day, she got upset, wrote on the whole board this long thing we had to write. So we're sitting there. She finishes writing it on the board and she says, take your pencils and papers out and start writing. So we started writing quietly. We knew she was upset about 30 minutes into us writing lines. Some of us were fast and some of us were slow. I was a fast writer. So 30 minutes in, remember I said we had a hard time not talking 30 minutes. in, I don't know if it was my me or somebody else. It might've been me. Somebody said, Hey, what? No. (laughs) are you on we had to write it a hundred times somebody out of the blue said what number are you on just yelled it out in the class somebody responded i'm on number 35 what number are you on i said i'm on number 40. what about you and we just started saying what numbers we were on and our teacher was sitting in silence just looking at us we're like, okay okay we only have about 45 more how many more do you have and we're just going back and forth and she stood up and we all got quiet we're writing our lines but we're still talking She walked to the front and she looked at us. She said, put your pencils down. (laughs) It was no use. She had given us this punishment, but we were still happy because we were together and we were writing the line. She said, what kind of punishment is this? If you guys are still happy. So we put our pencils down and we're like, okay. (laughs) Now I want to fast forward two years. Because remember, I said we weren't bad kids, right? We just enjoyed talking and we enjoyed being together. She was our sixth grade teacher. Fast forward to eighth grade, you know, we're the the big kids on campus. Now we're eighth graders, you know, and we were excited. We're going to get a brand new teacher. She was our sixth grade teacher. We had a different teacher for seventh grade and we were excited to get a new teacher for eighth grade. Just, you know, exciting. So we're all, you know, coming on, on the uh, grounds of our school and we're walking in, talking to each other, like, yeah, we're the eighth graders now. And we opened the eighth grade classroom door and who was sitting at the desk? Miss Howard, she said, hello, eighth grade. (laughs) Now I told you we weren't bad kids. That was proof. Miss Howard told us eventually. We were her favorite class. We weren't bad. We did our work. We just enjoyed talking, but she enjoyed being with us so much that she requested to move from the sixth grade to the eighth grade so that she could teach us one more year. So she loved us and we honestly loved her. Maybe when you were younger, you had a teacher that loved you so much. And maybe she acted like she didn't at first, but she ended up really loving you. Or maybe you had a male teacher. Whoever you had, remember to always love your teachers. I hope you enjoyed today's lesson and I hope you enjoyed the story and I will talk to you in the next one.